Hello, everybody. Welcome to Gothic's Rest, episode number 21. This is a bit of a letdown of an update for us non-Dead Man players. Cringe. Yeah, not, not a lot. I had the, um, the sudden urge to just fucking scream again during the intro. <laughs> One day it's going to happen. <laughs> One day you're going to... You're gonna let in to the inner voices. You're gonna, you're gonna do what they tell you to do. You know that fucking video of Tyler one where he's like resisting the urge to scream, and then he finally just fucking lets it out. That's gonna be me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it'll be a a good day. Because then I'll have to edit it all out. I don't know about that. (laughs) Once again, in editing, I've had to uh, argue with the past version of myself. Not not as much as the episode nineteen, but uh, we don't get along past and future me. All right. Well, like I said, that's okay. Past you and both both past me and editing me never really liked past you either. So yeah, I mean, well, as uh, you know, someone pointed out in the <laughs> Spotify comments, you know, you're you're a bit closed minded and rude. You know what can and, I say? Uh, too passive aggressive. It's like I said, though, you know, realistically, if I'm being classified as passive aggressive, I'm failing. I am failing my job. My goal is to simply be aggressive. Um, Passive aggressive will not cut it. So I'll Mm -hmm. strive to do better in the future. Yeah, I appreciate that. You need to keep up your end. You know, you're the you're the the voice of not really reason. Um, I don't know. We need a voice of fuck you on the podcast pessimism (laughs) voice of negativity i don't think either of us are like particularly negative like we're more negative than maybe some other podcasts in the space i feel like often i am probably like i i feel like most well like yeah yeah i can't fucking speak i feel like for me what it is is i recognize patterns of negative things and assume that they will continue more than mm-hmm. I am capable of recognizing patterns of positive things and being like, oh yeah, those will continue. I don't know. I just like the game, man. And I think Jagex uh, hopefully will keep making good game content. But, uh, you know, sometimes we got to call them out on their shit. So. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was kind of thinking about it because this is kind of immediately diverging a little bit, but I'm just going to fucking mm-hmm. send it. I don't give a shit. Um, Hell yeah. Break the format. They were, um, we were, we were, um, talking about, I don't remember on what episode we were talking about kind of the state of the games industry overall. Maybe it was on the bonus episode. I don't remember when we were talking uh, about Baldur's Gate, but I was like, man, games I think that was, suck. Yeah, no, that, that, that was a main episode. Yeah. I was, I was ranting about how I thought that like a large portion of games mm. are just being bad and i don't like it yeah we disagreed on that because i said like i think indie games you know you were like ah no there's a lot of shitty indie games i was like yeah there's just a lot of more games nowadays but i think like i think a byproduct of that actually correct in the fact that there are more bad games than good yes maybe the percentage just because of how many games release i think that's what i was trying to go for yeah but like just because there's more games being released, that also does mean there's more good games being released, yeah. right? And, and at any moment, you could open up the Steam page, go to the, the store and, and the new releases, right? The new and trending, 
And there's probably some like absolute fire games that have just dropped. I feel like when I go to the new and trending page, it's always like two fire games and then like a bunch of well, you know, morning games. games. You know what kind of games? <laughs> yeah, because I just opened it up. There's Starfield, which I don't want to get into that at this very moment. <laughs> Starfield's a very contentious one. We'll we'll see. Yeah, I, I feel like I'll, I feel like I'm, we need I'll to wait give a it year. Some, yeah, I feel like we need to give it some more time before we can really talk about it. I don't know if i'll ever buy it or play it um mm -hmm. i've just kind of been absorbing the opinions of people donkey released a video about it um asmongold's talked about it a lot um critical released his video about it there's a I, i've i've absorbed a lot of varying opinions about it so it's very interesting yeah, I so I'm looking right now. Linus you and know, Luke start... talked about it on the WAN show. Like... I haven't watched the new WAN shows yet. They're basically, um, I mean, they're the same. LTT. Yeah, it's it's. The I mean, show. you know, they changed their. Hopefully, we don't actually know for sure, but they changed their you know internal practices. I don't mm -hmm. think you know the the dynamic of like Linus and Luke is going to change. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but Starfield is there. A couple of like JRPGs that. I see a Maybe star still are into. Yeah, I know that popping off. No, it's not here. It might be top sellers. No, that's surprising. It was a lot of hype around that game for like a week. Uh, chance of Sinar? I don't know what this is. Some puzzle platformer, I guess. Store page. Let's see. What and then got. horny game. A puzzle game called Void Stranger. I'm in Observation Duty number six. They just coming out with those i think that's like youtuber kind of content um it's like a puzzle horror game i think or like you have to like spot the difference basically or spot things that are like wacky and weird i don't really know hogwarts legacy is in the top sellers right now that's wacky i guess uh, i'm looking at sale. new and trending yeah top sellers always has like weird stuff going on with it poe <laughs> I might try PoE too, honestly. Oh, they're making a second one. Yeah, so there's some wild shit going on with PoE. Um, they're going to continue making seasons for PoE one, and also have PoE two, and they will both exist simultaneously for some period of time. Hmm. Interesting. Their dev team is like a lot larger now, so they think they can handle it. So they're just sending it. Um, they had like a big PoE press event a while back. Um, Sorry, stop the presses. There is a VR drum game. Oh yeah, I've seen that shit. Drum Rock. Uh, and they just came out with their Undertale DLC. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why did I see that recently? Yeah, it's because of the Undertale DLC. Let's go, dude. Pretty funny. You can get like custom drums that are Undertale themed. That's actually kind of sick. Too bad I fucking despise rhythm games. Even though RuneScape is really just a rhythm game in disguise. Anyways, you should play Hi-Fi Rush. I've heard it's good, but that's also just a rhythm game. Yeah, it's a, it's DMC if it was a rhythm game. So, you know. I never really liked Devil May Cry, so. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, It's fun. Um, I actually haven't played any of the Devil May Cry games or like near type games, anything like that. Yeah, I bought like Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Yeah, and I, I think I refunded it after like an hour because I was like the same for me, Chief. Yeah, I bought them for Switch and admittedly have still never played them. 
it just never got around to it. Um, what have you done this week? Yeah, maybe we should talk about um, the normal stuff we talk about. <laughs> yeah, um, before we get, yeah, before we get too off topic. The, the reason I was saying that is because um, Linus and Luke were talking about how they're like, man, we're in like kind of a golden age of gaming, and I was like, dude, that is the exact opposite of what I was saying. Um, so I, I guess know, there's maybe a lot it's a, of maybe it's good a games still. I mean, yeah, but like, even I it, it, I if know. if you're playing like AAA stuff, you might feel like it's not great, but you know, uh, Battlebent Remastered is really cool. Um, you know, if you're into the the Battlefield games, like the classic style, you got that. Uh, that I've been playing a little bit with some people. Uh, Baldur's Gate three, like we've been playing, is really good. Jury's out whether or not Starfield's gonna be good or not, but you know, people seem to like it. I don't know. I, I don't play much games other than RuneScape, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I I try and you know keep in touch with what's going on in the two. games industry because, yeah. Oh yeah, CS two. Uh, Tenny's trying to get me to play that when CS two comes out. He said apparently yeah. it's gonna. There's no like solid release date for it, but he's predicting it's gonna come out within like a month, if not a few weeks. So really, I might honestly give Counter Strike a try. Feels a little soon, but maybe. I mean, what the fuck else do they have to add? The fucking CS2 beta was, like, done. Uh, They're still doing a lot of stuff. They just changed how, like, ranking works in that yeah, game. Yeah, that, that was what Tenny said. He was like, it sound, it, he's, he told me he thinks the last that they're working on is uh, reworking some of the competitive systems. Yeah, because, like, before done. your rank was tied to, you know, all maps. So, like, you would, if you're, you know, someone that only liked Dust 2, you'd only play Dust 2, get you know, to whatever rank you're getting to global elite, I think is like the highest. Um, or maybe it's not, I don't know. I'm not a Counter-Strike player. Um, but you'd get to global elite and then you would, uh, try to queue for another map that you don't know. And then you get stomped because you're queued with other globals and, uh, you don't have the map knowledge they do. But so now the way it works is your rank is tied to the map. So if you swap maps, uh, you'll, basically have a new rank that you'll have to get up it's wild that like makes sense but also sounds fucking whack yeah it sounds weird until you kind of think about it because like a lot of counter-strike is map knowledge um like the the pro players are pros you know because they know a lot of the maps and and how to like set up grenades and stuff and how to position on that map specifically you can only get so far with pure mechanical skill. Yeah, that's why I don't really want to get too into Counter Strike, is because I don't like the the like knowing specific angles to throw grenades type knowledge shit. I just don't like the the gunplay. I think it's not particularly. I haven't played fun. in a long time. Um, I used to be into like all the old Source games, so I played Counter Strike for like. A brief period of time, mm -hmm. not a very long time though. Um, but you know, I was a kid and I thought it was cool. I think I played more TF2 though. Yeah, I I like the the fast paced shooters more than like I played a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, but I ended up not stopping because I didn't really like just 
sitting and watching angles. Yeah. Kind of like Counter Strike, because you know, the like you're you're moving a bit slower. You know, that was I, like I was my so Call disappointed of with uh, Apex Legends Arena's mode. I was like, oh boy, something that isn't BR, and then it mm-hmm. was like just like boring, fucking. Yeah, not just like running in and shooting the shit out of people, and then also the time between rounds was so slow. Like, yeah, I remember we played it people, a bit man. on release, and it was, yeah, I was I wasn't into it. I remember Lamp was really into it, and he got us to play it a bit. But yeah, I don't know. if they reduced yeah. the time between rounds, I think it could have been good. But there was just so much downtime between rounds, and rounds were mm-hmm. usually pretty quick. Yeah, there's the new, like, or it's not new anymore, but, like, the, I think it's just, like, Team Deathmatch, is in there? Yeah, they have a mode, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's permanent or not, but they have, I think it is permanent, actually. There's a mixtape mode, where it cycles between the control mode that they had, kind of in and out for a while while we were playing, uh, gun like game, control. gun game, which was a thing that was added, like, I think around when we stopped playing, and then they also just straight up added Team Deathmatch after that. And now the three of those just cycle in on a, a mixtape mode that you can just pop into anytime, and it'll be random map, random uh, game mode. It's kind of like how Smite has their like match of the day mode, or maybe it's match of the week, where it's like a different game mode that just rotates with like wacky modifiers. Like, ooh, here's you know arena, but uh, your cooldowns are like five seconds, or you have unlimited gold, or whatever. You know, stuff for people to have more fun in. But obviously, you know, the the Apex ones are less uh Yeah, they're not like wacky. super wacky. They're just kind yeah. of like modes that you for more casual people though. Yeah. I thought it was fun because I don't like playing BR on my own. Um and I especially don't like playing BR. Just kind of a general. Mm-hmm. I personally there's some interesting gameplay moments that battle royales can offer, but it's never really been for me. I just really liked the gunplay and movement of Apex, so I kind of like dealt with it. But eventually yeah, I, we just kind of fell out of it. So I like BRs, um, but Apex specifically has had problems with like their uh, content releases, I'll say. Yeah, it, what if we added a billion dollars worth of skins and nothing else? Yeah, I feel like I could come back to the game and I can guarantee you there's probably no more than, like, two Legends that have come out. Maybe a gun. I don't even need, like, Legends and shit to come out. I want them to start doing some shit about the constant third-partying. Surely we can game devs some shit that would make that experience better. They've tried with, like, three maps. And it's never worked. It's, it's just never worked. The problem, like, so with, like, PUBG, right? The maps are huge. And the only fast way to move around is via vehicles that are loud as fuck. Mind you, I haven't played PUBG in years since it's like also PK PUBG day. is like click on the pixel that's seven hundred thousand meters away from you, right? Isn't that part of the yeah the game? It's it's more of a milsim style, which is why I fucking despised it. Um, it's really slow paced though. So like, if you're trying to third party, you're hearing gunshots in the distance. By the time you get there. You you either ran up on foot, so you're super close anyways, or you had to take a vehicle, and now everyone knows that you're coming. So, like, it's really hard. It, it was harder to third party than it is in Apex, where everyone has a million moving abilities, 
Zoom. And the maps are pretty small in comparison. And, and all the maps have like some kind of traversal tool on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And not you to can't... mention nowadays they literally added. I don't know if you saw they added a uh, item that you can just deploy a balloon wherever you want. Yeah, I saw that. Which I've heard like pretty positive things about overall, but it definitely hasn't helped the third partying problem. I imagine. Yeah. No. Uh. It definitely would probably just lead to more third partying because now you have a I want to get into that fight button in your inventory at all times because what else are you putting in your survival slot? I've also heard that it's made Valk like significantly less useful. Yeah, because people only picked her because of her ult. So the rest of her abilities are pretty mad. Pretty cracked. Uh, what was her passive? The jetpack? Literally just being able to fly. Yeah. It's an better extremely good traversal tool. There's just horizon lift whenever you want. Say. That's true. Horizon lift is its own thing. Um, but we're not a Apex podcast. We're a RuneScape podcast. Yeah, let's actually go back this time. I wanted to finish <laughs> my my thought, and now I have actually finished my thought this time. So cool. You, you, you do anything allow cool us, this week? I will or? allow us to talk about RuneScape. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I did some things. You um, did some things? The first thing I did was finally acquire my first curved bone, apparently. I'm just looking through my You've never gotten slots. a curved bone? That was my first curved bone. Was on, no fucking way. It was on uh, the 31st. I got a curved bone from a Konar Trolls task. So that, that happened. Um, I think I have like 50 or 60 long bones, and I've just never gotten a curved bone. So very wacky. Yeah. Um, I then proceeded at one point to just like start. I decided there was, I think it was like sad last Saturday or something. I decided that I was just going to do shamans all day. Um, and I did, mm-hmm. in fact, actually get a dragon warhammer. Hell yeah. My encouragement helped. Um, so that was that was very epic, very cool. Um every time I started a new trip, I would always be like, oh man, you know, what if wouldn't it just be funny if I got a dragon warhammer on the first kill of a trip? Well, guess what fucking happened? Did it, was it the first kill? <laughs> yeah, it was the first kill of one of my trips. That's so good. So and then Congrats. I was like, well, so that's that's I like, killed a... like a couple more just to see if I could get another one because it'd be funny. <laughs> and then I was that like, would be funny. That's a pretty iconic grind for an Iron Man, so congrats on yeah. completing it. I think I was like just below, either just below four, somewhere like just below four thousand or just above three thousand. I don't remember. So a little in the spooned. Three thousand to four thousand range. A little spooned, but not like the sub one k that you know frequently gets posted. Yeah, no, I'd say it, I'd say getting it like somewhere around that's probably around average. It's where you'd expect it with you know RNG being the way that it is. Because, like, going to rate isn't how you should expect it to work. That's one thing I never mm-hmm. understood about RuneScape players and their mentality behind RNG. You shouldn't, like, it's probably a healthy mentality to expect to go rate, just to not set your expectations too high. But with just the way that statistics works, theoretically, you should get it before rate. <laughs> uh, I don't, is that how statistics work? Because, like, by the time you are at rate, isn't your chance of getting something only, like, 60%? I don't know. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, 
I'm, I'm gonna be more combative this episode. I'm gonna prove you wrong, idiot. Uh, chance of drop one in five thousand. Okay, but do you have any fucking idea how the math behind that calculator works? Uh, he, I did look at the the actual like formula, um, because I was curious. I was trying to like do the the ring math when that first came out, um. And it's it's a pretty complicated formula. Uh, you have seventy three point five percent chance of getting the drop, or wait, that's getting one drop or fewer. Okay, yeah, so you have a sixty three percent chance of getting one drop or more by that point. So, uh, and that is above fifty percent. So over yeah. half of people doing that grind would have theoretically got it by then. Yes, correct. So that's the way I think about it, is... You're more likely to have gotten it by then than not. Exactly. But, you know, it's not... It's not, like, crazy more likely. No. But I Six, think... Basically 66 versus 33%. I think more frequently you should expect to get things, like, just by the way statistic works, before rate. Because... You are above, you know, like 50%-ish range. So most of the time, you will have gotten to that point. Not always, obviously, because fucking RNG, but... Yeah, if you're at, like, 3,500 kills at Shaman's, you have a 50% chance to have gotten it. So, you know, 50-50, flip a coin, you get it kind of spooned. I don't know, winning a coin flip, I wouldn't say is spooned, personally. Um, yeah, but you would say it's lucky. No. It's all skill, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah? Anyways, what I got a you? Guthans plate body. Fuck this game. <laughs> Why are you mad about a Guthans plate body? Because it's fucking useless. I want Darox plate body or Darox plate legs, and then I want Aram's top and bottom. Those are the only items I want from Barrows. I don't want to see fucking I... anything else. I see. Have you thought about just doing more Barrows? I did, and I'm like 40 chests without anything right now sad sounds like me um so you know pretty cool i'm sure my next item will be my eighth darox great axe and it'll be awesome hell yeah dude you can that's go, not uh, a joke Darok it would actually be my eighth um i mostly want darox for uh just sitting in nightmare zone and hitting high numbers to max up my melees um because that seems useful i kind of just want to have 99 strength i'm at 95 right now and I've mm -hmm. switched my whip to attack training because my attack was at like fucking 87 for a while. So I wanted that. So I've switched that to that. Anyways, I did some grotesque guardians. Yeah, you did. I saw your uh, your collection log. It was exciting. A little, a little spooned, but maybe that not one what actually wanted. pretty spooned. Um, sub 100 KC. I have. I already had gotten the granite hammer within mm -hmm. 45 KC. I don't remember what that was. That was like a long, long time ago. Not super useful. No. Um, it does mean that I don't need a rock hammer in my bank anymore, though. Because the great hammer pretty counts funny. as a rock hammer. <laughs> so I always just bring it, and it's funny. But I got a pair of granite gloves, which I laugh mm -hmm. at because they're a joke item. Yeah, literally worthless. Um, and then, not too much later, I don't remember what KC this was. It was probably somewhere around like 50 or 60, which, you know, that that's actually pretty fucking spooned. Uh, I got a the Tormuline core, Tormuline black, 
the the core, the little heart guy. Yeah, the black tour- tourmaline core. Yeah, I think. How is this item worth almost two mil? It's used to upgrade Bandos boots, and Bandos boots are common. Tourmaline core is not. But like, who buys this? Why? Uh, Guardian boots are used when you're tanking it like Bandos. Uh, because it counts as a Bandos item when you're wearing full just. I, mean, I guess. That's true. All right, fine. I concede. That makes sense. Yeah. Or if you're doing anything with dens, you use it. Is it really highest defense boots? Yeah, it's the highest huh. defense boots. Whack. Mm-hmm. Grats on your tank boots. Yeah, I, you don't have a Bandos. No, boot, I have so. zero Bandos, Casey. Uh, no, it's just not true. I have one. Yeah, let's go. I have the one for Fremnik Dire, and then I fucked off. <laughs> yeah, so when you go you know, to Bandos and you get your four Bandos boots before you get any other item, you know. At least I'll be able to use one of them to do something cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Bandos has been on the list of things to do. I think I probably want to get Anguish first because I'll probably be doing some kind of X number zero method Mm. um, with Bofa. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, you still need... uh, Is it just the Anguish that you need for the Zenites at all? You're missing? No, I need all of the Zenites that aren't the Suffering. Oh, okay. I, I don't know why I thought you had more Zenites. No, I only have one. Um, oh. I'm almost at 900 KC as well, so feels good. One in 300, by the way. Um, Hell yeah. I don't know you, if... You, you finished a Ballista, right? Yeah, I, don't I have... Think you talk I, could, about that. I can make a Light Ballista, um, which I'm not going to do, uh, yeah. because the Light Ballista is a meme item. But if I ever... If I ever get, get a heavy, heavy ballista frame. frame, I am A, going to mauled if I don't have any more Zenites by that time, mm-hmm. and B, I guess I'll make a heavy ballista and then probably never use it. Yeah, because it's ri- literally only used as, like, PKing. Yeah. I love, dude, I love the drop table on those motherfuckers. What the fuck were they cooking? Why are the ballista pieces so fucking rare in comparison to the <laughs> I Zenite? I don't know. <laughs> and the Zenite is, like, exponentially more expensive. It's so funny. Yeah, why is it, like, so rare in, like, you know, components? Like, little, like, why? <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Um, Somebody was also, telling me that... why is there a light and a heavy? Yeah. Who's going to use a light? Somebody was telling me, I forget who it was I was talking about at one point. Somebody was telling me that Jagex was convinced that the Ballista was going to be, like, the sought-after drop from them and not the Zenites. No way. I, I refuse to believe yeah, that. Yeah, I don't believe that, but it does sound like some weird shit that Jagex would be cooking. I guess, oh, fuck. That was, like, the first big quest to come yeah. out in old school. That's, so that's maybe... kind of why it seems like Shit. something they would cook up back then, you know? <laughs> yeah, they didn't really know what they were doing back then. Maybe. And also, the metas weren't, like, super evolved back then. Like, you know, I don't think back then people were as, like, <laughs> max hit item. <laughs> yeah. Whereas nowadays, if anything gives you max hits, it's, like, required. Yeah, true. Like, max hits are king. Because people have done the math and are like, oh, it doesn't really matter Simply about deal anything. more damage. Yeah, just, just hit them harder. Um, but I was listening to Sebe talk to Curtis, MMORPG, and he kind of offhandedly mentions, like, they're talking about getting Zenites or something and Ballistas. And he's like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if there was, like, a Ballista that you place down on the ground. And he's like, oh, never mind. I guess there's a cannon. And then they just kind of move off from that. But I'm like, hold on, Sebe. You're cooking something good here, actually. 
this, this is a cool idea. And, you know, I haven't really thought this super through, but wouldn't it be cool if there was a, a, a ballista that you could place like a dwarf cannon two quest and you, you, you combine a ballista with something else and you get a placeable ballista uh, that doesn't rotate uh, in a 360, but instead rotates in like a 45 degree and it only shoots facing the way it's facing. Uh, and, you know, maybe it does the same damage or less damage or more. I haven't really thought about that, but, you know, just a different type of cannon, basically. I mean, if it does more damage than regular cannon, it's probably just going to be better. How much are like... Yeah. Hang on, let, me, let me do an economy check here. How much are... Ballistas? Dragon javelins. Nothing. They're super cheap. Oh, yeah, they're fucking... How much are cannonballs? Like, 100 GP? Maybe. Somewhere around that? So, I mean, I don't know. If dragon javelins are like, you know, 750... 150. Yeah, if dragon javelins are like 753 GP... And let's say this thing can max like a 40 or something, you know, five higher than granite cannonballs. How much are granite cannonballs? That's actually. Uh, you can't oh, buy that's them. Right, you can. Yeah. You can only make them. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe if this thing can hit like a 40, maybe it shoots slower and can't like hit doubles like the cannon can. I mean, maybe it can hit doubles. That's probably fine. But it just, you know, shoots slower. So if it hits a double, it's just slower. And obviously, it can only rotate uh, like that. Yeah, it it rotates. Maybe it like would be better for left, like, middle, right. Maybe it would be better know. for like you know singles areas where you're just wanting to hit them for a large amount instead of you know cannon, which is usually used for like multitasks where you just fucking shoot mm-hmm. everything. It could be interesting, yeah. Yeah, because like I don't know, I've always really liked the cannon as like a concept. I think it's cool. Larry says like maybe it could be a ballista put on the ship for sailing. I'm sure they're gonna do something like that uh as well but yeah i wouldn't it, be surprised in, in the meantime i would really like uh i i think it would be cool to have a new type of cannon that does something different yeah it could be interesting i'd definitely be interested in like you know like i said maybe you know with that shorter angle it's kind of used more for when you're just shooting things yeah. in singles and you just want to deal some extra damage mm-hmm. could be yeah because like right now like you, you use chuck that on like a dark like... beast task you know mm-hmm yeah, exactly. You use cannon to like aggro monsters and to deal a bit of extra damage, but this could just be used purely for the extra damage. Yeah, cannon uh, for me as an Iron Man that has to actually fucking make his cannonballs, which is a certain form of suffering. Um, I pretty much only ever use cannon for like Bloodveld tasks, um, and Suka tasks, and these tasks where like you know. I, as myself, cannot kill these enemies very fast, but if I go to a multi-area, my cannon can just, like, kill a bunch of other ones while I'm killing one. And it speeds up the task so much. So, Mm -hmm. that's where I use it. I pretty much never use cannon on, like, singles shit to, like, speed up kills on single enemies. As a main that throws my money away, I use it all the time. Yeah, I don't don't bother with that shit. I'll use it. I know my brother, um, he's been like actually doing Slayer and every time he gets a task, he he asks me if it can be canoned and I'm, the answer is basically always yes, go here because 
this area you know you can like place it and even though it's not in multi you can like hit mm. a few of them before one of them gets to you or something and then you can kill it faster in singles so i know he's been enjoying just kind of like chucking a cannon on every slayer task where you can place a cannon hell yeah i, ha- I had a thought i was gonna go down and now i can't remember I it thought... so that's cool use it at uh corp Epic yeah you could use it at beast corp. moment yeah there's not a lot of bosses you can actually place a cannon at. Honestly, let us set up a cannon in TOA. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I think there's sh- they should allow us to use thralls and cannon in more places because it's kind of stupid when you Thra- can't. can't. Thralls be used like fucking everywhere. Um, yes, some bosses you can't though. I don't think you can use it in God Wars, and I don't think you can use it at like Sire. Um, which is dumb. False. Is it false? Uh, yeah, I might, I might be wrong about I that. I think you're fucking wrong. I don't think there's literally it. anywhere that you can't use thralls. I think I'm wrong on that, but I'm just gonna confidently say that and be wrong. No, you, you definitely can't use them in a lot of places. Um, is there a list somewhere where it yeah. says that you can't? Castle Wars, Chasm of Fire, Clan Wars against Galvec. Weird. In the Grand Exchange, in Jormungandr's prison. Uh, Why? these are so weird. Against uh vorkath what and then soul wars why not against vorkath these make no sense yeah so uh, i guess you can't use it in god wars i was wrong about yeah that. i was about to say god wars is stupid like i don't know what you're going on about that but yeah vorkath threw me off when that i tried to do genuinely makes no sense yeah i was trying to why do not? ca and i couldn't use the thralls and i was like oh that's annoying that's so weird and like against galvec like oh no we're mm-hmm. sacrificing the difficulty of that boss because it's so hard. It's just the Ruby Bolt spec check boss. Oh no. Yeah, exactly. Like what I don't understand. I don't understand why there would ever be any situation where you can't use thralls. I agree. Uh it would be like, oh, you can't use ice barrage. It's like, like what? why? Yeah. I, I don't think know. Like, I, I think thralls are pretty I think they did a good job adding these. They're they're an interesting like choice to make the Arceus spellbook worth throwing on. Mm-hmm. And they're I don't remember what exactly it calcs out to, but like 0.6. Yeah, 0.6. Like it's not a significant DPS, like super significant DPS increase, but it it's is a DPS increase. That you know? bring it. Yeah. yeah, it's actually worth it. So, but it's not like crazy. I think they mm-hmm. did a pretty good job with uh, how much damage they do. So we're 37 minutes into the recording, and I still haven't talked about my week. So I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Well, now. no one cares. All right. I care. I, I got don't. a 99. Nobody cares, bro. It's fletching. Who gives I got a nine, shit? You ruined it. I got nine fletching. <laughs> it's funny though. I was I started like doing magic longbows because you make a profit with that, and I'm like, this is kind of slow. It's not like the slowest thing in the world. It's fast compared to other skills, but like compared to what you can do with like darts, this is slow. Yes, obtained crippling arthritis, and I calced it out, and it was like two mil to like get ninety nine. Like, the upfront cost was a lot higher, but, like, not that much when I sold everything. Yeah, you're everything. rich in comparison to, like, two mil, right? Like, fuck that. Fucking send that we, shit. Yeah, and I was like, shit, I can, I can drop two mil. Yeah, that's uh, so much. Do this. I could it fucking was like, drop two mil on my fucking Iron Man. I wouldn't give a well, shit. Well, it was, like, 30 mil to buy the supplies, but... I, I could still do that. Fuck it. Yeah, so <laughs> I did that. I bought a mixture of Dragon and Addy darts, and then... I, they were like, hey, 
come do raids with us. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fine. So I brought the darts into the 300 TOA and would fletch in between attacks. <laughs> yeah, that shit goes hard. I was getting only like 200k XP an hour or something. Uh, but I got a purple in my fletching raid. Let's go. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> in my name. Because uh, I think it was Icy who commented um, when you put it in drops and achievements, uh, people were laughing at you. you had fletching stuff in your inventory. And Icy was like, yeah, it's the only stuff that's not inventory tagged. <laughs> that shit was fucking funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Someone was like, oh, I just assumed it was normal because yeah, like, I'm used to seeing I think that UIMs. Was the blur. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that just looks normal like... to me. <laughs> yeah I, I had my addy darts feathers and uh dart tips in my inventory taking up three slots while we did a 300 i'm honestly surprised that people in petscape found that weird because those motherfuckers seem like the type that would just like fletch in raids yeah it's like you know I've people, seen people doing that shit all the time yeah people do um magic and view you know what's weird about <laughs> we always too? used to do that Mm -hmm. I always used to fucking make fun of him for that, but he was like, "Nah, it's good magic XP per hour." I'm like, "Bro, you're maxed." <laughs> yeah, we tried to do the back to back, and then I think after that, I was just like, "All right, I'm just gonna sit at the GE now and finish this and get like two mil an hour instead of the uh, like 200k I was getting." So I just did that and uh, finished it off. Did you obtain crippling arthritis? I did. My my finger hurt the next day. You hurted. Yeah absolutely worth it though it was so fast uh and for all that effort i got 0 0.01 ehp yes yeah let's go um ehp i hate ehp <laughs> yeah ehp as a main is especially stupid because it's like ooh, uh fletch darts for zero uh ehp because it's zero time yeah just do it and... during do it during toa idiot <laughs> yeah um and also making money is zero time haha uh and then uh agility is like floor five sepulcher no looting have fun idiot and yeah. when i moved to rune crafting you know go pay for five runners yeah it's like fuck man <laughs> i don't want to do that such shit. a boring metric in my opinion yeah so i have like even on I iron think man i think the ehp methods are like fucking have an alt do this thing and you're able to do this faster now it's like fucking what yeah alting is lame as fuck i love whenever somebody's like doing some weird shit and uh on an iron man and somebody's like okay but how many ethical kills do you have <laughs> that shit's so funny i love that yeah i'm at basically exactly 100 EHP to max, which really means I'm at like 300 hours to max because there's no way in hell I'm getting EHP methods for like anything I'm doing. Yeah. That's basically all I've done this week. I've like... When are we inventing uh, NHP? Oh. Normal hours played? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yeah, calc like an calc average like, Calc character. like some like not absolutely wild shit, but also like mm -hmm. not, you know, boring shit. Just kind of like yeah. some average methods. Mm -hmm. That's what we need. Yeah, I would like some more realistic metrics, but AHP, I'd have to calc that hours all. played. Yeah, I'd have to calc that like manually though, and I'd rather just look at EHP and figure out how long I'm actually gonna take based on that. Um, but yeah, I was looking back at the last recording, 
um, while I was editing. And at the very end, I'm like, haha, I'm going to go use Reaper to edit and do that uh, update on my editing workflow now. Uh, I don't sucks. use Reaper. Reaper is really complicated, and I thought it was fucking stupid. I was I looking like at, like, beginner tutorials, and they are having me set up, like, macros to do, like, pretty basic functionality. And it seemed like a really robust toolbox, but, like, really complicated to do anything with it. So, uh, shout out to Bird and Michael for teaching me how to use DaVinci Resolve. Because that shit is easy. Uh, it's way faster to edit now. It's way better than Audacity. It's just, you know, put the files in. It's non-destructive. So, like, if I don't like how uh, some EQ sounds or some filter sounds, I can just change it or turn it off. And I don't have to, like, go back to an earlier save state where I don't have that EQ or filter applied. So, yes. it's really nice. Um, and like part of the, the reason it took so long to edit sometimes is it would take like an hour to apply like the compressor, the EQ, the noise reduction, the noise gate and all that bullshit. I don't have to really do noise reduction anymore because we've mostly solved that with our setups now. Um, the noise gate mostly gets rid of all that, but you know, all of the filtering and shit would take like an hour in audacity and you know, like I was saying on the previous episode, or maybe two episodes ago now, like, Audacity would be like, oh, hey, here's your noise-gated content, and it's like, it just didn't do anything. So, you know, DaVinci Resolve doesn't have that problem. I just apply all of the shit, funnily enough, using Reaper's, like, noise-gate stuff, uh, yeah. free-gate and stuff, um, but it just instantly applies i can toggle it on and off and like mess with it in real time it's really nice the only thing i need to figure out still is like volume normalization um there's something called lufs l-u-f-s it stands for something i don't know what it stands for but it's like perceived loudness based on like different tones or something it's like loudness units something scale yeah Fix scale, maybe? I don't know. Fuck um, scale. Hell yeah. But <laughs> I would use LUFS in Audacity as a way to like make our volume sound the same. Because even if our DB is the same, I sound louder than Bird. I don't know what it is. I think but I, I think that louder. has to do with the fact that I am a a somewhat bassier voice. Like my voice maybe. is just kind of lower pitched. And generally lower pitch sounds need to be a higher like volume in order to be the same perceived volume there's like mm. a curve on that and generally if it is a lower frequency it needs to be louder in order to okay. sound the same amount of loudness i could be totally talking out of my ass but that's what i remember from my brief period of uh sound engineering gotcha it seems like there should be a way to set luffs in on or not on Dossi, in davinci Seems like there should be a way it to set LUFS in DaVinci. Um, that is beyond me. There's like a setting where you can go to like audio monitoring and you can set a target loudness to LUFS where it'll like in your uh, meter uh, in the. Let me hit cancel on that. 
in the 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 meters there's like a loudness thing and it shows you your range and your integrated and short max don't really know what all that means someone just said that i need to hit certain targets for that and i'm like cool sounds good but i still have to like manually adjust that after the fact so like on the last edit i made myself quieter in the mixer and bird slightly louder and i'm like cool now that now we're you know hitting our target just fine but i feel like there should be a way to like normalize the audio like i did in audacity which yeah, surely there is is probably not the best practice to do it that way but it's the easiest way because then i don't have to fuck with it and it sounds good enough to me <laughs> i don't know maybe maybe by next episode i'll be like fucking pass spari what a prick Dude, this Thought fucking do dumbass yeah because I'm still learning how to do all this, you know. I never really did, did audio stuff too much, other than, like, you know, fucking around with Audacity in, like, middle school for fun. Yeah, admittedly, my experience with audio engineering is fucking around with uh, FL Studio and, like, mm -hmm. making some extraordinarily mediocre music that I didn't mix super well because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I, like, didn't really watch any tutorials. I just kind of, like, fucked around and found out, you know? Yeah. Speaking of fucking around and finding out, uh, this transition, let's fuck around and find out what's happening with uh, this week's update. Wow. Nothing. Yeah, basically nothing. Fucking nothing. We got nothing. some dead man changes, which we'll talk about in the second segment. So, you know. We're not going to talk if, about the specific dead man changes. We don't really give a fuck, I'm going to be honest. But no, we're going to talk, talk about, about dead man as a whole, though. We're going to talk about why we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, there's some dead man changes that we don't really care about. They're adding HDOS to the Jagex launcher, which is really cool. And they're, in my opinion, making the Jagex launcher look worse. I don't like this uh, redesign. Uh, let me open up my launcher. One second. I don't think it really looks any better. I kind of like the way it looks right now. I don't disagree. I don't think it, like, I don't really care. Yeah, it I doesn't it really make that much way. of a difference. But I feel like that one's more cluttered for no reason at all. Um, The new one. Yeah, I mean, they have, like, the Peggy 16 stuff and, like, the community website links and stuff now, which I think is probably better to have on the main page for people that don't want to, like, google for that i don't know yeah. i don't really care it's a launcher it does, I yeah it it, at the end of the day seconds. it doesn't really matter i just think it looks worse i'm kind of stingy about ui design because that was like one of my specializations in college so notably they're showing the fucking mac version which is interesting oh, yeah the they fuck are. plays runescape on mac <laughs> also whose account is little kitten hatch one two three four uh it's the person that owns the bob the cat uh rsn as you can see. Mm, I see, I see. Interesting. I mean, it's probably just a mock-up. Yeah, it's, and... it's just a meme, probably. Yeah. I, I'm i going to be honest. I still haven't swapped to Jagex accounts. <laughs> I need to do that at some really? point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've just been lazy. I've been like... Do you still log into the video game? Uh, No, because Jagex Launcher uh, has the one-click login. So, like, I don't have to type my password Wait, at so all. you logged in on the Jagex launcher yes, through this was a regular RuneScape account? Yeah, this was before... So, Jagex launcher came out before 
Jagex accounts. I don't think that's true. No, it is. I thought they came out simultaneously, but you could choose not to use Jagex accounts. Maybe in like a beta it did, but I didn't have access to the initial beta. Whack. Either way, I just click play, it launches RuneLight, and then I click play on my account. I don't have to like type in a password. Yeah, well, you should switch to a Jagex account so you get uh, more bank spaces, idiot. I'm so fine on bank space right now. Yeah, but now you can have, have 20 like... more. Think about it. That's true. Uh, it, it is also, like, more secure. Yeah. I already have, like, 2FA and stuff and uh, 2FA on my email and all that jazz, but probably a good idea to set up Jagex accounts. Yeah, I have, I have my main, my old free-to-play iron and... My obviously my group iron that I actually play on mm. on my Jagex account, and I've been tempted to like just go through and just like merge all of my old accounts that I have the resources to use onto it. But mm-hmm. like one of the accounts that I have is a username login account, and I feel like it mm. kind of loses its novelty by being merged into a Jagex account. Yeah, that's fair. I don't have access to any of my username logins, which is sad. Those are all long gone. I tried to recover them, but Jagex was like, you don't remember the credit card info that your mom had when you were 10? <laughs> Get out of here. And I was like, okay. But uh, yeah, Jagex is adding HDOS, and I might actually try it, because they're adding like more plugins and stuff. Um, it just added like, World Hopper I saw on Twitter, and the client looks pretty cool. It's that like, yeah, it's like the RS2 EOC. graphics, right? Yeah, with like kind of the 2010 era type stuff. I never played then, so yeah, that's kind of my. It's, it's like kind of sort of my home for graphics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd go back to it though, because I feel like that's like a different era for me. Like now, yeah. nowadays the era is what the old school graphics are, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I want to go back to what it was it wouldn't then. be the main client i play on but while i'm like scaling yeah. it might be nice to use yeah i don't know for me it seems like a, a kind of like i want the past to say in the past kind of thing mm-hmm. what else is coming uh next week we're getting path of Glofry. i'm sure we'll talk about that once it actually drops and we yep. experience the content uh they're doing community consultation for varlamore so i'm assuming you need to go join the discord yeah is that the same go... i wonder if that's no, the old school RuneScape's new skill is like still just a new skill Discord. Yeah, it says we're kicking off community consultation. These three major updates very soon, so keep an eye out for your chance to get involved. I'm assuming okay, they'll yeah, put so out they'll, some. They'll probably make like another Discord, or they'll make a centralized Discord for community consultation or something. Yeah, maybe uh, they already do because I don't. Re- I know they did community consultation for forestry, but I don't know where that happened. There was another Discord for it. I think I was in it briefly. In it? In it. These changes are pretty bad, in it? Yeah, I don't know what that accent speaking was. Speaking of actually bad changes, um, I'm skipping the poll 80 section for a second. Uh, canceling the Forestry Part 2 beta. After yes. reassuring us that Forestry Part 2 would have a beta, unlike Forestry Part 1, we have now canceled the Forestry Part 2 beta. To focus on the mobile update, which is like, what? <laughs> yeah, it. this huh? is a really weird one. I don't know how they thought this would go over. Yeah, I 
like I've seen a lot of people pretty mad about this on like Twitter and Reddit. This is genuinely just like from the perspective of like a player that is being talked to by a developer. This is just really poor communication. Forestry Part 1 didn't have a beta and then released in a really weird state that would have been better if they had just gotten some actual feedback from a beta. There was a bunch of like really weird small things that if anybody had played it for like any amount of time, they would have noticed and it mm-hmm. probably would have been fixed. Yeah, exactly. So them then going on after that to be like, okay, guys, don't worry. We learned our lesson. The reason there wasn't a beta for part one was because we were working to make a new system for doing betas. And I was like, okay, sure, that's fine. I get that. It sucks that we didn't get a beta, but it wasn't like game breaking. It was just kind of like a little frustrating on day one to see these like weird like XP rates and things not being in the collection log and other weird issues like that. And like some of the events just being unintuitive that they would fix later. Um, I think I kind of talked about it like being trapped in a bubble during game dev where you just kind of like mm-hmm. accept that something seems right. And then when anybody outside of your little bubble tries it, you're like, oh, yeah, that is stupid. I should change that. Yeah, yeah like especially with such an update that's so like contentious as forestry. Yeah, like the the different communities have very different opinions on it, and it would be nice if we could give some actual feedback on how it plays, but... Yeah. Like, and, like, to be fair, I think all that's coming out is random yeah, events. Yeah, I was about to say, and, like, it probably doesn't matter as much for part two because of the fact that it's just, like, some random events, two-handed axes, and something else. I don't remember. There's some other dumb shit. We're not even getting teas. No. So. Which is something that they say, you know, plus, in case you've forgotten, Forestry Part 2 will not include any teas. It's like, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. But mm-hmm. I still feel like there's going to probably be some, like, weird thing that we noticed that's like, yeah, if we had spent literally any amount of playtime beta testing this, we would have noticed yeah. this fucking instantly. And so, it's just weird to have been communicated, hey, we learned from Part 1 that not doing a beta is a mistake. And then now they're like, actually, guys, fucking pranked the shit out of you. We didn't learn shit. We're not doing a beta. We really need the beta for the two-handed axes, because, like... Yeah, I genuinely still... still don't fucking understand what those do. Y- yeah, it's... They fundamentally still don't make that much sense to me. Y- you take the forestry ration, and you get run regen when you swing the axe and every time you swing the axe you lose 30 stamina or yeah 30 we still don't understand if that's going to be like a decent gameplay loop yeah like because to me it sounds like it's going to suck to other people they're like yeah this is probably going to be fine what if we just like got to try it out you know wouldn't that be Mm -hmm. wacky i don't know it's it's really weird i think it's a bad move just kind of in general from like a pr standpoint just mm -hmm. mostly because of the hey, guys, we learned. We'll do betas next time. And then just fucking not doing a beta. Seems like a, a poor move. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of poor moves, uh, yeah, whole 80 is getting delayed because of Deadman and UK competition laws. Like, I kind of uh, get this, but this is just, like, fucking weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, I guess they are not allowed to change the competition mid-competition, but fuck i don't know dude i temporary game modes on separate servers should not delay content yeah this is some real fucking like 
we're not adding a piece of content because Iron Men are upset about it. Like, no one yeah. cares. I I don't know. I'm just this. Yeah, this is really odd. Um, it feels bad because we're not participating in this yeah. Dead Man for the any, last like for, two updates have just been nothing for the majority of, of people that are not participating in Dead Man because that is probably the majority of people that play RuneScape are probably not participating in Dead Man. Let's be real. For yeah, if, if we check the world switcher right now you know there's a, a max of 346 players on one of the worlds but like most of the worlds are sitting like between 150 and 250 players um and it's only how many worlds is there one two three four five six seven eight worlds so that you know that's not a ton of players that are playing on the dead man worlds compared to the normal worlds. There's like 2000 max, which is, you know, there's, uh, I'm sure there's a world probably sitting at like, a, uh, the house party world is sitting at 2000 players by itself. <laughs> so like it's a fraction of the player base participating in this content right now. Yeah. It's, it's very weird that the past updates have just been like, Hey guys, temp game mode, nothing else skill issue yeah. it it just feels bad as someone that doesn't really care about dead man yeah and i i don't know i can't really recall i'd have to like go back and look and see if this is how it works with leagues as well but i feel like i no, i shouldn't say i feel like it isn't it probably is like no leagues. leagues definitely affected yeah main game content i wouldn't we didn't the reason i wouldn't content. have noticed that though is because i actually play leagues and give a shit about leagues though so the difference with leagues though is like more players yeah, it's, play. it's a broader appeal but even yeah. still i think the same argument applies yeah it does feel bad though if you, if you don't care about leagues but like to like, be fair cool, no content um, for a few weeks i think it was during Shatter- it was i think it was during shattered relics next release during shattered relics Mm, so in okay. the past it hasn't completely stopped um content releases right yeah but that's like you know one example i you know it could be bad still but i think also because leagues is not like a competition where you can win money they don't have the uk competition laws fallback mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like Sorry. maybe there are some actual laws that are preventing them from doing this. But yeah, maybe it's so. Just but it doesn't stop weird. it from just feeling lame. I'm glad that people are enjoying Dead Man mode, but mm-hmm. you know. But then at the same time, realistically, what fucking content would we be getting right now? Like fucking some wildy boss changes, some of the like weird QOL stuff. Like I'm realistically fine with waiting another fucking week for that. Whatever. But it is still kind of a weird chant moment. Mm-hmm. but i think we'll get more into that after the break um because i think it's about time for that wow because this week's episode is sponsored by our patrons over on patreon if you would like to support us you can go do so for as little as two dollars a month uh and you know support what we do over here just like our lovely patrons such as big dog larry and cloud kicker at the T aficionado tier. Wow. Thank you for your support. We appreciate it. We are also sponsored by Dennis. Come slaughter the elves um. for a slayer task and watch as the guards don't bat an eye. This episode is also sponsored by Silence. 
taken for that break. Uh, it was a long one this time, you know? Yeah. We we actually took, like, 15 <laughs> minutes real-life time so I could go get some food and water because uh, I had an ocular migraine that started kicking in, like, 10 minutes into the recording. But I'm good now. Yeah, just rub some dirt in it. Yeah, it was mostly gone by the time. Like, I get, like, really intense, really short, like, fucked up vision migraines that just kind of go away uh after like an hour so i'm good now i have not that i don't have a migraine problem but one thing i have had forever is like sometimes i'll get a headache and it's just like a normal headache and then Mm -hmm. it'll go away but it actually won't um Mm -hmm. if i like that makes no sense my head like quickly to any degree my head will just like hurt kind of like it hurts when you have a headache for like a brief moment. And that'll oh, just weird. occur for like, that'll just last for like a week after I get a headache. And it's terrible. What the fuck? It's awful. That sounds weird. So like if I try and go on a jog, my head just constantly fucking hurts. And it's not like severe, but it's just like it bothers me and I hate it. Huh. It's stinky. I don't like it. Yeah, that is, that is odd. That is unusual. You know, I've just been getting like, ocular migraines since i was like in freshman year of high school um i was telling this story actually to my uh kitchen manager and uh one of my coworkers uh the other day we i was in a science class right the first time i got a migraine i'm sitting next to my friend and i'm like i can't see the board anymore and so i turned to him and i'm like I think I turned retarded (laughs) and he's just like, what? I'm like, I I can't read. Like I can't see anymore. I don't know what's going on. My head hurts. And so I I ended up going to the nurse and they're like, oh, it's a migraine. Have fun. I was like, cool. Awesome. I think I became retarded. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't say it like that. You said, yeah, that's exactly what I said. God, that's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, like, I wouldn't say that nowadays, but, like, yeah, back, back then. In, back in the edgy high school days. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> I think the That's story cool. would be late, way less funny if I said yeah, something no, else. Yeah, that would not be as funny. But, like, yeah, like, I was just like. I just turned stupid, like. Yeah, no, I was like. It doesn't hit the same. Dude, I was freaked out, because I'm like, what is happening to me? I can't see, like. It's so weird trying to describe what an ocular migraine's like, because, like, I can, it, like, fucks with your vision in a way that's kind of indescribable. Like, it, it's as if your brain just stops processing what you're seeing, and it, it becomes blurry in a really weird way. And so, yeah, I was super freaked out. I ended up just going home, and I think that was probably one of the most intense migraines I had ever had, because um, I don't get them very bad really but you know uh i just ended up laying in bed for the rest of the day with a blanket over my head and that that was a good time epic yeah now it just is like oh well i my vision's starting to go all right i'll see you in an hour (laughs) Um, one hour and my head kind of hurts and i feel a little off afterwards for the rest of the day like i wouldn't want to do any physical activity probably for the next like three hours or so but like i'm mostly fine now so that's that's cool thanks weird brain biology 
I don't know what causes migraines. I don't know if anyone actually knows, but good time. Skill issue is what causes them. Yeah. Simply be more skilled. Um, just like we need to be more skilled in PvP to be able to enjoy the dead man. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, so you know, there's no updates really this week to talk about. Um yeah, we got shit. And while, you know, a tier list would have been fun to, to do again, uh I didn't have anything planned for that, so I mean, did it, we have anything about... planned the first time? We just like pulled up the no, not wiki really. page of all the mini games <laughs> and just started going through them like that's true, but I don't know. I I thought it'd be a little more topical because we talked about it um last week, uh like us not really wanting to play Dead Man, and you know, Dead Man is pretty similar to Leagues in that like it's a temporary game mode. You get boosted XP and there's wacky stuff going on, but Dead Man has like the added thing of PvP everywhere, and also when you die, you lose your bank. Yeah, you lose your 10 most valuable things, or whatever. Um, Might not be 10 most valuable. I'm not entirely you sure. You lose stuff from your bank. That's not fun. Yeah. As someone who sucks at PvP, um, well, mm. I suck in comparison to people that are good. Yeah. Because I am good at PvM, there are, I have like the fundamental ideologies down. But I'm not that fast. I'm, I'm not as fast as some of these motherfuckers, you know? Yeah, um, l- learning how to raid has definitely made it so I can do PvP better. Like, I remember back when I first did um, uh, LMS, it was a struggle. And then when I came back recently and did more LMS, I was like, oh, I'm actually... I can get some kills against real players. So... Yeah, but that, only bad cool. real players. Yeah, not the like the actual good people. Um, but I I have a a wider range of players that that I can kill than I did the first time around. Um, but like when I went and did BH, you know, like a month ago or whatever, uh, I got shit on, like absolutely shit on. I had one fight that was like kind of close, and then the next nine, I just died, and it was just unfun. And I imagine that's what Dead Man would be like for me. Yeah, I know they've done a lot of talking about how, you know, they try and make it interesting for people that don't do PvP. And you just, like, you know, have the thrill of, like, oh, man, going anywhere is dangerous. But Mm -hmm. in reality, uh, there isn't really a thrill because, in my opinion, uh, escaping a PvP fight is boring because all it is is, oh, no, I've been frozen guess i'll eat for the next 20 seconds while i'm frozen and then i'll run for a little bit until i get frozen again yeah well escaping also, isn't fun in dead man you can't teleport while you're in combat yeah so the only way you can escape is by freezing your opponent and stepping under or freezing your opponent and going around a corner or like getting gaps some way and, like, um, you can't reactively be like, oh, shit, there's somebody coming for me because, mm-hmm. fuck you, six seconds, eat shit. Yeah, so, like, while, you know, some of the stuff that they're doing in the Dead Man seems like it would be really fun and cool, like, the breaches seem really cool. Um, the breaches are interesting, some of the relics are really interesting, like, 
the ones that mm -hmm. make it so like when you hit stuff you have a percentage chance to just start attacking faster that one's kind of cool yeah the sigil of the mole that apparently exists where you can just like dig through walls is really funny i've yet to see a single video of anyone I'm, using it i genuinely don't like i never saw where that relic was detailed i don't know if that's real at this point uh, it has to be real right surely um but like i feel like i would have seen a content creator make a video about that you know because that shit there's got to be some stupid shit you can do with that. You can absolutely fucking farm for content, you know? Maybe it's just not worth yeah. equipping because you can just equip things that make you deal crazy damage instead. I don't know. Or you can just fucking what claw spec twice in a row. This one's Dead Man Apocalypse? Yeah. Uh, I'm not seeing it in the sigils, so maybe it wasn't real? Yeah, I don't know. It should be real, though. That shit's funny. Yeah. Maybe it was like a scrapped one or something, I don't know. Um, maybe. Do some internet sleuthing real quick. Now nah, this shit doesn't come up with like anything. I'm just coming up with uh mm -hmm. actually just giant mole. Yeah, I don't know. Cause yeah, when I saw the image that somebody posted of it, it was like just like it looked like the blog page that just had like the kind of scroll paper background with like the same font that they normally use. So it it might have been on a news post somewhere. I genuinely have no fucking idea. But Seems like it might be not in the game. But I want them to add... That, that's like the appeal of Dead Man Moan, is there's kind of some wacky shit like this. Um, but, you know, it has the drawbacks of having all these, like, annoying PvP mechanics that I don't want to put up with. Like, I just want to play the game, you know? I just want to PvM, I just want to, you know, skill, do whatever the hell I'm doing. The added, like, thrill of possibly getting the shit beaten out of me is not particularly exciting to me. Um, like, maybe, sure, I could try and, like, learn to be gooder at the game and fight back. But, it, I don't know. That's just, that's just, it's just not really the appeal for me, you know? I feel like that kind of a part of the explanation for that is I play fucking Iron Man mode. The The interesting part of the game to me is... Uh, account progression and gear progression mm -hmm. and so killing someone and just like suddenly getting all their shit and like maybe skipping some gear progression because I stole their shit is not particularly exciting to me <laughs> um, I kind of like doing it all myself um, so I don't know not something that particularly appeals to me not something I'm particularly excited about I thought about giving it a try just to like give it a fair chance, and then I just didn't. So maybe next time, who knows? Also, one thing yeah. that I will briefly mention is fucking clan man mode, because that has not gone away. No, yeah, the so the breaches in multi. There's always one in multi, and then one in um in singles, and it seems like uh the one in multi at first like you could. Do yeah, it, if you got into but... the high combat brackets pretty quickly, you could go mm -hmm. to the multi breaches because the clans were like still, you know, amassing their power. But yeah. If you try and go to the multi breaches today, like AC is just going to dominate you. Just, there's mm -hmm. like a million people in that clan and they all just fucking kill the shit out of you. Yeah. Like the. I, I, I've seen clips too of like breaches that are technically in singles, but like are near multi. Yeah. And like the multi clans just come and 
you know destroy people um like there is one i think north of like falador or something and you have to run through multi if you teleport from falador to get there um and so they're just camping that like little run that you have to do and absolutely destroying people yeah no that that part especially seems pretty unfun even like I mean, I guess I've never done it, but like being a part of the clan that's just like deleting people, I feel like that would lose its charm pretty fast, you know? I mean, it's pretty fun to like absolutely delete some people. Like I've done it before. So have I, but I, like I said, I feel like that would lose its charm pretty fast. Like I feel like mm-hmm. that would get old of just like deleting people all the time. That's fair. Especially when they start just having like shit loot all the time because you've killed yeah. them so many fucking times. Yeah, and I mean, muling is still an issue, too. I saw um, a dino clip of him killing someone uh, who was DH bombing, and the guy did it, like, a bunch of times in a row or something, and he was like, wait, hold on. How is does he keep coming back with full DH, but, like, my loot I'm getting is complete garbage? And then well, he's because like, oh, his he's... bank is on another account. That's always at the GE. Yeah, so I don't know what Jagex could do to stop that other than like having to manually review people that are doing like trades or whatever and yeah and like i saw a video of um a solo mission he got fucking multi-boxed um when he was doing he had like a runite miner in the Mm -hmm. uh oh yeah i saw that yeah he just got fucking multi-boxed and it's like okay cool yeah like it was really apparent that it was multi-boxing. They all appeared mm-hmm. at the same time, started attacking at the same time, spec'd at the same time. Like, yeah, very obvious multi-boxing, and it probably won't get banned, you know. And I I saw Eliop uh teleporting into, um, Berthorp. There was a dude there with like uh, a client just like running around, you know, full gear swaps and prayer swaps automatically, and yeah. just like, man. Anywhere where cheating can be involved, I just mm-hmm. am immediately turned off. And yeah, you know, if I ever caught anybody in raids that I do doing it, I'd just leave the raid instantly. Mm-hmm. Just I, I don't fuck with that shit. It's so boring. It's so fucking lame. Yeah, and the difference between like a leagues versus a dead man is if someone else is cheating, like it doesn't really affect you. They can't hurt you by them cheating. I mean, like Especially... I said, I'm, if if they're in my raid, I'm still going to fucking leave because I think they're lame. But oh, the, fact, yeah. the fact that they exist at that point, you know, they will continue mm-hmm. existing and probably keep cheating. It doesn't... The fact that they're still out there cheating doesn't really affect me that much because I can just go my own way and do my own thing and they can't, like, grief me. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I, I feel like the longer two you go into a dead man, if you're not like able to keep up and you're putting in like insane, like I saw pictures of, you know, content creators, like here's my prep for dead man. And, you know, they have like full meals prepared and stuff because they're just going to sit at the computer all day and they don't, they, they don't even have time to go make food, you know? So, like, how am I supposed to keep up with people like that? Yeah. You know? And it's like they have the the combat bracket worlds to try and, like, make it so that people can't, like, just camp the lower worlds and just, like, fuck up everybody that's trying to get into it. But there's more than just 
just stats, you know? They're, yeah, they're but just... even still, even that can be broken because you get these people that are like, all right, I'm going to make an account build that perfectly settles into the first combat bracket but can fuck people up. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. That's fun. Yeah, and, like, they're going to have, like, the best-in-slot gear, you know, super quickly because they're getting fed supplies and stuff from other people. Yeah, it's why... um. I, it's part of the reason why I didn't end up playing Dead Man is because on Friday I just kind of forgot about it, uh, mm. the day it released, and by the second day I was just like, should I even fucking bother at this point? Like, yeah, it's already been over twenty four hours. People are already like gaming, you know. I saw a lot of content creators putting out videos sponsored by Jagex for Dead Man. I'm like, I feel like by the point any of these videos are coming out, it's already too late to get players into it. Like, Deadman has a huge amount of uh, FOMO in that if you don't start early and you don't go hard, then you're falling behind, and, and falling behind just means you're dying. Yeah, I think, I think the real reason that Deadman kind of fails on the larger player base is because it is, it is, its central mechanic is that it is PvP, that it is competitive, that it is a competition that you can win. Mm-hmm. And that kind of mentality drives a lot of more casual players away from it, not only because it is PvP and a lot of people don't involve themselves in PvP, but also because it is this big competition. Yeah. And these players just are like, oh, it's a competition? Well, I'll never be able to even get anywhere fucking near winning. Why should I even bother? Whereas leagues, while yes, there is a competitive aspect to it in the, uh, the rankings, that is not mm-hmm. the core focus. The focus is just, like, being wacky and weird and doing whatever you want. They don't kind of, like, they don't pitch leagues as a competition. Whereas Deadman is pitched to the community as, like, hey, it's a competition. The winners get money. Yeah. Uh, There's, like, a competitive aspect in the tiers, but they've, uh, at least for the next league, they're turning it down with, uh, Dragon Cup not being a yeah, it's not uh, a percentage percentile mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's a a fixed I think, amount of points. I now. think like the top so many players in leagues also get money. I think they do like rewards for that. Oh, do they? Yeah, I I believe that there is that, but like that's why I'm kind of like trying to stress that leagues isn't like it isn't really pitched as a competition. The rewards for like these kind of monetary or uh, physical item rewards for being the best of the best aren't like the goal, you know. Whereas to me, Dead Man feels like it's a little bit more of the idea. Yeah, I don't know if there was a money competition attached to these. There might have been, but I'm not seeing it on like the wiki. I know at the very least there were like some physical medals they made and sent out to people. Um, for like placements and stuff and i feel like mm. there was also monetary things going on but i don't actually remember interesting but yeah oh, to sum it up three medals to sum it up there's there's a lot of different things that cause us to not really give a shit about dead man mode oh okay yeah so they gave out points for first second and third or they gave out uh medals for first second and third place in most league points, most tasks completed, most XP gained, and first to max. And then the people who got the first of all fragments, first to all unlock, first to all bosses, first to reach tier 7, and first to reach tier 7 uh, at 10 HP 
uh, all got a gold version of that medal. So, I guess, yeah. But there wasn't, like, money attached to it, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, I think they might have gotten membership, too. Probably, yeah. So that's cool. But yeah, once again, I, I, I think that's not, like, a focus of leagues by any no. means. It's just kind leagues of, like, a, more a casual little thing, thing that's attached to it. Yeah. You'll always have your solo mission that's, like, I'm going to be rank one in this, but... I mean, even um, I was doing that during fucking Trailblazer. I held rank one all clues for, like, multiple days until I realized that that shit is fucking awful. Yeah. Holding a rank one is just so lame. I do not like that. Mm -hmm. I have determined that I hate doing that. We'll see if I end up doing something like that um, for uh, Leagues 4, but I don't know. I'm just kind of excited to be able to experience the Leagues and not be burnt from the game. Uh, I say I won't be burnt, but you the know you are trying to max before the league. Yeah, <laughs> the post max so we'll burnout is like a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most common burnout. I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun with RuneScape though. So yeah, and I think I honestly think that if anything can stop post max burnout, it would be leagues where you just instantly go into this like brand new wacky thing. Yeah, but the last leagues didn't stop my burnout. So yeah, well, skill issue. It stopped. And mine. that was like. That was my, like, hardest burnout yet. My hardest burnouts are always immediately after leagues. I just stop oh, playing yeah. the game for, like, a couple months, and it's great. Because then I come back, and there's, like, content in the game. You know what's funny? We did the uh, bingo in TNL, and right after bingo was over, I was just like, shit, I want to go play more RuneScape. While everyone else was like, nah, I don't want to see this game anymore. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't stop playing. I just, like, kept going. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I was, I'm, I've been having a good time gaming. Anyways, let's talk about leagues. I won't, That was going to be our, our other topic here is mm -hmm. Leagues 4, Trailblazer Reloaded, our speculation plan idea theorycraft shit. Just going to kind of talk about that. Just kind of send it. Yeah. Um, so I'm still like 90% sure I'm going to do the three raids. I just don't like, know if I small... give a shit about Tom. <laughs> You know? Yeah, there's a small bit of me that's like, okay, what I'm getting out of Tob isn't much. Um, like, if you're going like, melee build, I guess, oh boy, Scythe. Well, I could just go Fremenic and get the axe. Which is just, which seems like it'd be more exciting, in my opinion. Yeah, imagine like a two tick axe or something. Like, that would go hard. Yeah, that was. Or a three tick That axe was why I was talking about, you know, maybe Fremenic would be funny, just because. Axe seems like it could be kind of funny to fuck around with, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Axe would be funny. You'd have access to the Dagonoth rings. You'd have access to Vorkoth for really fast prayer XP. Um, I don't know what else you'd... Uh, Basilisk draw, I guess. Oh, you'd be able to build pool in your house. Oh, yeah, the pool in your house. But you could also just use the Narda statue. Yeah. If you're taking desert. Yeah. I remember I didn't have access to either of those during first Trailblazer, so my solution was uh, SGS spec uh, dummy in my house. That's very funny. You had um, a lower tier pool or something for spec regen, or yeah, because okay. you can make the lower tier ones with just like limestone bricks and shit. It's the the marble and the gold leaf that prevents you from making the higher tier ones. Gotcha. Which can only yeah. be, literally only be obtained from the Fremnic region, so. That's that's funny. Yeah, I I don't know. Well, I, like either way, 
whatever my third choice is is probably my last unlock anyways i i, I think i'm always starting zaya and going Zaya's just got so much shit you know yeah i'm going into zaya then desert i think every time yeah probably and same by the for point me. i make the third choice is when i'll probably end up deciding but i think doing i don't know doing top with the boys just sounds really fun on on leagues you know i don't really know that i do i enjoy a good cox and i enjoy a good toa but like just showing up to to tob with a shadow and just abusing that sounds so fun that does sound quite silly but that's what i said last trailblazer and then i did literally zero tob that's fair yeah but were you really playing with anyone no yeah exactly and i don't know if i'll be playing with anyone this time because like last time all the boys were talking up how we were going to go to TOB during leagues, and then everybody stopped playing leagues like two weeks in. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, I want to create a plan that does not rely around other people. You, you know, fair. I'm I'm going hard into, you know, I need other people to to raid with. Yeah, I my objective is to attempt to obtain a dragon cup so i just want to like full send shit i've done two leagues with rune cups i want to see if i can get a dragon cup this time do you think um there will be like specialization into an attack type absolutely there was what style are you specializing into (sighs) everybody's always everybody in petscape was talking about like oh i want to try a different one this time i think i might just fucking go ranged again um but magic is also kind of crazy because shadow sounds like it'd go hard. Yeah, the problem with taking mage is, um, I feel like with mage you have if you have shadow you have something of an obligation to take uh Kandarin, because that's twelve percent mage strength that you're getting from Kandarin, which is massive. Yeah, I don't know. I you, you will could, have like you could probably still do it without, but twelve yeah. percent is a lot. I could go melee and just go sicko mode with a scythe or an axe. Or a fang. <laughs> or a fang. Like, all those are... are fang balance. Two, two of those are five tick. You know, and the, uh, the axe, I think, is four tick, right? Or is I, it five tick as I well? I don't actually know. I think it might be five tick. Either way, you'll be going sicko mode with that. Soul Reaper axe is five tick. Okay, yeah, so, you know have a, a a faster axe sounds really fun if you end up being able to get that yeah my um, my big game plan the thing that if i want not, you'll have scythe so yeah the thing that i want is i've talked about it many times on the podcast i think the zcb is just such a fucking cool item and last league there was or last trailblazer there was a relic that made it so that any spec that costs more than 20 percent costs 20 percent Imagine ZCB specking five times in a row. That sounds pretty funny. I just love the idea of doing that. <laughs> and you, you, I know some people, have like... some people were talking about like, oh, well, if you take ranged relic, you have to take uh, Tyronwyn so you can get Pipe and Bofa. Man, no. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, just get Tebow. Just get, get... Tebow and fucking ZCB. Uh, ZCB. Like, the... Yeah. Whatever. I. I don't have one tick blowpipe and two tick bofa. Oh no. I'm so sad. 
And like Lightbearer also didn't exist last time. Mm-hmm. So Lightbearer with 20 Lightbearer spec. with the spec relics sounds so funny. Yeah, that sounds very funny. Cuz I think the way it works with spec relic, I guess I can I can look it up here real quick cuz this was why I was curious about Lightbearer when it came out. The way it worked with spec relic is it didn't speed up the rate at which you gain spec energy. I believe it made it so that every time you gain regain spec energy, you gain 20 instead of 10. But I I, I, rem- I remember it was like weird in the way that it did it. So when Lightbearer came out, I was curious about how exactly they made it so you got faster spec. All attacks have a 10% ac- increased accuracy and 10% increased damage. The player's special attack energy regens at a rate of 30% every 30 seconds instead of 10. Yeah, 30. Special attacks that cost more than 20%, such as a Bandos Godsword, will cost 20% instead. Like, imagine the yeah. faster spec regen from Lightbearer, and instead of getting 10 every time, you get fucking 30. Every 30 seconds, you get two specs. Like, Christ, <laughs> dude. That would yeah. be so good. That'd go hard. Imagine I could, like, oh no, I don't have the DPS from Bofa or Blowpipe. Fucking whatever. I get guaranteed 110s. Yeah. Like, all the time. Mm-hmm. That just sounds way more fun to me. <laughs> I could see Draining Strikes being pretty fun with if you go a melee build. Yeah, Draining Strikes s- was pretty popular. I think melee sight. draining was very, very popular. Yeah. You get scythe and you just face tank things. I like... was I was more interested in the spec relic because it felt more versatile. Like if I wanted draining strikes, I just went and got an SGS and just SGS specs whenever I needed the effects of draining strikes. You know? Yeah, that's fair. That was my just, rationale. As a main that's obsessed and addicted to using uh, blood fury, even when I probably shouldn't be wasting charges, <laughs> having a built-in blood fury on all my attacks sounds really good. Yeah, no, I mean, there's, I, I can't really argue with that. It is good. It's, it was a really good relic. I just felt like spec relic sounded a lot more interesting to me. So that's what I ended up going with. And I might yeah. just fucking do it again. Plus, I wouldn't need prayer pots. Like, oof. I don't know. We'll see what the relics are like this time around. I'm sure they're going to swap them up and get Yeah, us and there's also things. a new tier of relics. Um, Oh, in Trailblazer, seven. there's only tier up to tier six. Uh, this time there will be up to tier seven. So there's an extra choice to make. So that might also affect, you know, where the relics are placed, what they do, etc. That's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this. I like leagues seems like a private server on crack, but you know, officially sponsored by Jagex and yeah, and with like actual dev fun. time with like cool assets instead of just like you know, beta world assets, we made this item a different color. <laughs> There's, like, yeah. actual, like, you know, the animations for doing all the special things. The relics have, like, all these cool menus and stuff. Like, it's... There's some actual dev time that goes into it, so it feels like a polished experience, which I've always enjoyed. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Sh- mm-hmm. For Tier 1, which, you know, you get instantly, are you an Endless Harvest enjoyer or a Production Master enjoyer? What do you think? Um, all right, because you didn't actually participate in this. I'm just curious what your opinion is now, you know, just kind of theory crafting resources gathered from fishing, woodcutting, mining are multiplied by two. Experience is granted per resource gathered, and they're sent to the bank if you have space. Or if you're doing any of the following activities, all items are processed instantly, rewarding full XP. So smelting ores, smithing bars and making cannonballs, flushing logs and cutting bolt tips, 
cleaning herbs and making potions, cooking food and making jugs of wine. Um, oh shit. Basically, this is a hard yeah, choice. This is, and then skilling prodigy is literally just a fucking joke. So we'll see if they change that around this time. Um, yeah. Endless harvest is specking into AFK. Production master is specking into never having to AFK ever and just playing the game all the time. Yeah. Well, fuck. There. Okay. So. I'm going to say I think Endless Harvest is worse than Production Master because there's so many ways to get the raw resources from PVM. You can't see it right now, but um, mm-hmm. you know the face from The Shining where he's like smiling and like nodding his uh, head? That's yeah. me right now. I'm a Production Master enjoyer. Yeah, I think Production Master is better because like, fuck, standing around and just like fletching or like smithing sounds really fucking boring one of the really one of the mining doesn't sound great either but one of the great things i had um for production master is i could do zolcano because i had uh so i could just like get a bunch of resources really quickly from doing zolcano and then just Mm -hmm. fucking send them yeah yeah i think that'd be better yeah i think it also depends on what regions you have and what content you plan to do like i feel like for a lot more of the casual audience that doesn't plan to just like send you know crazy bosses pvm that just like shit out uh, resources to use Mm -hmm. maybe an endless harvest makes a little more sense so that they can actually like get stuff but i think if you're planning to like full send some fucking pvm just fucking absolutely game production master is probably the way to go so you can just game more you don't spend as much time doing the boring stuff yeah the boring bit that you might have to do is gathering stuff but yeah. and like really endless re- harvest all that does is make it you know so you're not running to and from the bank and... and if we go to tier two last recall makes it so that you don't really have to think yeah. about how far away a bank is yeah i think production masters is better yeah i i tend to agree speaking of last recall it's nerfed in dead man i don't oh, know is if it? you're aware no i'm not it's, i know it's in it, there but i don't know what it does yeah so it's on a it's on a it's cool on a down. relic, yeah, or a sigil. That's what they're called. Yeah. So, uh, it's a tier three. You attune to it, and once you use it, you have a three minute cooldown before you can use it again. I guess that kind of makes sense for Dead Man. I think that goes back to the competitive nature of Dead Man. Yeah, but you and like, like the PvP nature of it. I, feel I know like a big if, use of it was like runecrafting. Yeah, that kills the use. Yeah, I feel like for leagues they probably will not nerf it. I think I hope they. Not. I think but they know that leagues is about the power fantasy, and like just if they doing don't crazy nerf it, shit. How do they make the other two relics that they have here better, or, or what do they give us instead? Yeah, I think they. That's what I was about to say. I think they don't make these ones better. Uh, I think like one of the things they could do combine the other two relics that exist and probably buff it even more beyond that and then make something else as well okay so there'd be like a fairy's jeweler yeah relic because the fairy one, one was literally a joke eternal jeweler was competitive with last recall in some niche ways very very niche um I'd say overall, last recall was still leagues, pun intended, leagues better. It's just really, like, really good. I don't know. Maybe instead they could give us an entirely new set of tier twos, and everyone just gets uh, last recall right off That's, the rip. That could be. I wouldn't be opposed to that because yeah, not picking last recall is kind of just shooting yourself in the foot. Like mm-hmm. I was able to survive with Eternal Jeweler because I was smart about it, 
listen, I, I wouldn't have minded the last recall, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I had a plan with Eternal Jeweler and I executed it. Last recall was still better. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you, you might be right with that one. That's probably a good call for like making the decisions more interesting. Because I feel like if you put last recall next to anything, it's just. I'd rather have last recall. It, yeah, it's, it's like just so good. It's so versatile. You can go anywhere. Sure, I could use a games necklace and get to, you know, Berthorp easily, or I could just go to Berthorp and then last recall, and now I have unlimited teleports to Berthorp if I need to do something over there. Yeah. I don't know why I'm using Berthorp. You're not teleporting there over yeah. and over again. But, uh, you know, if you're using the Ring of Dueling to go to a bank, why would I do that when I could just teleport right to any bank using last recall, you know? I feel like people didn't generally teleport to the banks using Last Recall. They, they teleport teleported back. away from a place but, to a bank. Like so I, that's a bad I, example, but yeah. I think the point is still, you know, points as, pretty. As awesome. long as I can get there once, I can get back. Yeah, unlimited times. And they especially made it more powerful when they decided that God Wars Dungeon KC never went away. Oh, that's really strong. Like that was part of like. There were two reasons that I was like, I don't really want to use Last Recall. One of them was God Wars Dungeon. I was like, well, it's not even going to be useful at God Wars Dungeon because you're going to have to get KC again. And then they fucking changed that in the middle of the league, which kind of upset me. And the second reason I had was I wanted to do a lot of clue scrolls. And at the beginning of the league, clue scrolls were unchanged. You could get clues outside of your region. So I was planning on doing a lot of juggling and having a high clue count. Uh, being able to just teleport around all over the fucking place with Eternal Jeweler and just like doing clues pretty quickly because of that and just kind of enjoying the clue gameplay. But mm. then they changed it so that any clues you ever got were just in region all the time. And so like the two reasons that I was uh, like slightly against taking Last Recall were patched out mid-league. That's frustrating. It was extremely frustrating. Um, Speaking of clues, we're just going to skip over tier three yeah so this one i i will transition into this one as well because it had an extreme effect on this choice as well i took mm -hmm. treasure seeker obviously and I when think they that's a bad choice when they well it was pretty good until they made it so that clues were only within your region right mm. because you could stack clues with uh treasure seeker yeah so juggling was way easier because you could just have a stack of like fucking 50 hard clues i I, I really like the idea of doing a lot of clues in League. Like, I love clue content. I think it's, like, I, some of the best content in the game. I imagine... Um, I, I think this was how... I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't think it was a passive. I believe stackable clues was just a passive ability that you got during um, Shattered Relics. And I imagine was, they'll probably do that again. Yeah. Yeah, I think for this, they have to... Because like, of the way drop rates work... Yeah, so, and then you might notice, uh, second inventory was going to be the third choice here, which was also a very interesting idea. However, they took it out because it was super bugged. But basically, you would have another 28 slots of inventory. Yeah, that's an interesting choice. I don't know if it fits in at this tier, though. Yeah, it, it is an interesting choice that I kind of hope they managed to fix and maybe slot it in mm -hmm. somewhere, because the idea of it is very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I, 
I would like to see something like that. Or maybe oh, this this might be really broken. So you have an item that lets you access your bank from anywhere. <laughs> colon colon bank. You know? That's probably too good, yeah. That would I mean that would make last recall irrelevant, in my opinion. Yeah. If you could just access I your mean, bank from it, anywhere. It would make it would make a lot of things irrelevant. Yeah. Like why that would, would you be take super silly harvest? and funny. Yeah. But it would make so much so many choices irrelevant. It would just be way too good. It would yeah, be funny to I, have that in a league though. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah. Just like you, in the you, middle of a boss fight, just fucking access your bank while you're not being attacked. <laughs> It's like in um Dead Man how people are bank doing fights. bank fights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be funny. Yeah, I, I think probably Very for Trailblazer, probably not worth it. There is kind of like like I said last uh recording, um Trailblazer is very much about making choices that are difficult and like making sacrifices of things that could also be good. Mm-hmm. Um whereas something like a uh Shattered Relics League is just about the pure power fantasy and just being able to do whatever the fuck you want yeah although you know i still want a, a big power fantasy with this i don't want yeah uh, no, the, to feel like i'm missing out there i mean missing out is in- inevitable in this i think um what's more important is that they make sure each of the power fantasies you can choose are good so that mm-hmm. the missing out isn't like Oh, I chose the bad one and I'm missing out. It's oh, yeah. I still like my thing. Yeah, that's what but I it meant. would be cool to have that other thing instead. Mm-hmm. So they um, they have to be very very careful about balancing these because they all need to be crazy and fun, but they have to kind of be similarly crazy and fun in each tier. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know what they would do for like the tier four then, because like I yeah, know, I don't know. Treasure Seeker, I think has to be just like part of the or at least like the scroll box yeah i feel like the scroll boxes has to be put in uh there were some ideas for buffing treasure seeker once they changed it mid-league which they never fucking did and myself and all of the other treasure seeker enjoyers were mauling about because unnatural selection just kind of became the better choice halfway through the league which was really frustrating Mm -hmm. um one of the ideas for treasure seeker was you always obtain the maximum number of items that you can obtain when opening a casket and yeah, you do always, that, and you and always get the yeah, and then you always have the lowest number of thing. steps. That's already a thing, yeah. Which is why yeah. obtaining maximum rolls when opening a casket was another suggestion. Mm-hmm. And then you know this one could also it could still include the you know any anything that drops clues has a one in twenty instead of what they normally have, um, which could be really funny for um, DT two bosses. <laughs> I don't know how that oh. would math out um, because of the way DT two bosses drop clues is so weird. Yeah, um, wait, what's their rate? Isn't it like a 1 in 100 or something? It's like, I don't remember exactly how it works. I think each clue tier is the same rarity, but there's like some weird shit that causes clues from them that just be rare in general, and I don't remember what it is. They're, okay, so from Leviathan, it's a 1 in 160 for each of the tiers. Um, so that's a 1 in 40 for any clue. Yeah. Uh, notably, um, let me go to my client real quick. I'm pretty but, sure in my 200 kills of Leviathan, I have obtained zero clue scrolls. I mean, you're not. I guess you're four times right then. Never mind. I have obtained one easy clue scroll in 200 kills. Hell yeah. 230 to be exact. So if you make if you make uh, clues a uh, one in 20, you end up having like a one in five chance to get a. Uh... Yeah, that that's my question, right? Does it make every type of clue one in 20? 
I'd imagine so. It would have to. Or does it make it so that like the chance of any clue is one in 20, you know? It's very odd. Could be interesting. Um, and then obviously, you know, clues from skilling are more common. Uh, and then all unstarted clues. I feel like the all unstarted clues as skull boxes definitely goes into the passive. Um, yeah. That shit is just so fun. Everybody just likes it. Having it as a passive during... Uh... Honestly, they should make that in the main game. Fuck you. I can't say that I'm particularly opposed. It would change I mean, the dynamic of clues. I've heard, I've heard people be like, oh, Slayer to 99 is like however many hard clues banked for free. And it's like, yeah, I don't care. So for I think for people like the- us that just do the clues already, it doesn't subtract many clues from us. It just gives us like, oh, yeah, if I decided I didn't want to leave this Slayer task that I'm doing right now, I might have gotten one more clue. Mm-hmm. For for people that do clues, it doesn't particularly affect a ton. It just makes it a little more convenient. But for people yeah. that don't do their clues very often, it is a massive buff. I, I just, I don't know. It's really annoying. Like, right now, I'm in the mindset where, like, I don't really want to do clues. But I feel bad whenever I have elites sitting in my bank. Because they take so long to get. Yeah, you know? I, I can't say I'd particularly mind it. Because, for example... I've had my master clue that requires a Bryophyta staff sitting around for ages. And so I haven't opened clues for ages. I have like over 200 caskets sitting in my bank in all combined tiers right now. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't want to open them because I could get a master. And I can, yeah. Pro- and I want to get a Bryophyta staff anyways. So I want to just complete that master. But, but yeah, I, I've just been I've been slow on doing that. So if I could just get master scroll boxes instead, mm-hmm. I could just open my caskets and have a good time. Yeah, masters are a big problem with that. Like, it, if I could just open my clues and not like feel compelled to go do a master right away whenever I get them, then I'd probably do them way more often. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely an interesting discussion. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I see the reasons why it shouldn't be a thing in main game, perhaps. Yeah, but for the way that I play the game, it wouldn't change it very much. It would just be a convenience. I feel like the amount of clues that I would be doing would be pretty much the same. Um, I wouldn't be getting significantly more or less clues. I would just be doing them at different intervals, and in my opinion, more fun intervals. <laughs> yeah, when you get it, it's a choice of when you start the clue, not like the game forcing you to go do the clue right away. You know, yeah. it's your choice when you get distracted. Um, I don't know. I, I, I wonder what they're going to put in that tier then. Yeah. And unnatural selection is interesting because if you don't mm-hmm. take Mauritania, this doesn't really matter too much because Mauritania gives you black mask. What, what, wait, what does black mask have to do with anything? What on the this? fuck do you mean? The only reason people want to do things on task is because you get 16% more damage. Yeah, but you, well, you also want to do things on tasks so you can get Slayer XP, so you can go get unlocks. Whatever. I don't know. Like, if you have, uh, is it Kandarin for Smoke Devils? You could just pick Smoke Devils over and over and over again. I get insane cannon XP. I mean, maybe that's just a result of the fact that I didn't really do any Slayer bosses last league. And I I didn't need to. Well, I'm talking about the little Smoke Devils. You just cannon them and... Yeah, get like really fast. But I, I'm just points. saying, like you know, or I'd pick, you know, having I'd pick to Zaya having to pick go... a particular Slayer boss wasn't really a problem for me. 
I didn't fucking mm-hmm. like go grind Cerberus because I don't want to fucking do Cerberus because I hate Cerberus. Yeah, I mean, it will also, yeah, being able to pick like, okay, I have the unlock or the level for Serb now instead of just like hoping to go get a Serb task, I can just like tell. You don't have you to know. hope to get a Serb task though. You'll just get it. Let's be real for a second. It's a bad, I mean, bad example. Some people go dry for tasks. That's you know a what happens. Skill issue. Uh, <laughs> I got tired of my serve task, so when I finished it, I got a new task, and it was something shitty, and I skipped that task, and I immediately got another Hellhound's task, and I hated my <laughs> life. Yeah, I mean, but like, you want to go get your your uh, trident, then you know you can go get a Kraken task and just keep getting Kraken tasks over and over again. I, I think that's kind of what I'm saying here, though. Is this is very region dependent. If yeah, you if you did what I did last time and you had Mauritania, Tyronwyn, and Kandarin, there aren't many really Slayer, Slayer bosses unlocks. that you're trying to farm. Like, what, Grotesque Guardians and Serb? Yeah. I think that's literally it. Zaya has Hydra. Desert has nothing. I guess KQ, but once again, you don't need to be on you half You just do that KQ. off task. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, and Mauritania has... Guardians. I mean, you want the Slayer XP for Whip, eventually, but yeah, I guess you're not really doing any. I just any Slayer like, bosses. I feel like it's merely a convenience. Yeah, it's a convenience to be able to get tasks that are good. That's basically it. So I don't know. I I think if you had, I I think it's Kandarin that has like all the Slayer bosses in yeah, them. It's Kandarin. <laughs> yeah, then you get Smoke Devil. You've got Kraken. You've got. Um, I think there's something else, but those are the two big ones. Cerberus, I think, counts. No, Cerberus had Zagarnia. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, I think it's just those two. But yeah, those are both big ones. Yeah. Let me look at the Slayer bosses real quick. Hydra, Smoke Devil, Serb, Sire. Uh, and also, just here's Guardians. my thing. <laughs> it's leagues. Just fucking Turial skip. True. Yeah, I'm curious what they do then for tier four, tier yeah, five ones. I feel like tier four needs a pretty pretty major rework, especially since last time they you know they had to cut their third option near the end. So hopefully this time they won't cut a third option. Yeah, give us more choices. But the tier five ones, this was an easy. You have for me. the botanist, which is faster farming and uh, easier time making potions. Colonel gathering is like. You get infernal tools that don't like destroy the material. Yeah, this was how I thought infernal tools like actually worked. <laughs> yeah, no. I didn't know they always destroyed shit. Yeah, they always destroy it. And then equilibrium, you just get bonus XP. Is it to all all skills or yes. is it just Okay. Uh wait. So no, it... if I if I'm like mining, do I get XP in everything? No. You just get ten percent oh. more mining XP based on your total level. Oh. Eh. I think it'd be cool if it spread out the XP upon XP like, share. all my skills. <laughs> yeah, XP share. I think Infernal Gathering is like the easy one there. Wrong, Botanist. Really? Yep. Always making four doses and having a 95% chance to save your secondary is the freest choice of my life. I guess. I don't know. Uh Oh, stats boosted by the player's base level yes, will not drain sir. over time. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. I'd pick that then, yeah. That one was an easy choice for me. Infernal's like, it's pretty good. I felt like Equilibrium was the, it's kind of the mushroom pick of that one. It sucks in comparison to the yeah. other two. Um, 
Give me XP share cowards. Yeah, infernal gathering is okay. Um, it's kind of convenient for like, uh, you know, the pickaxe. But then again, mm-hmm. you just have fucking just you just do... have production master. Just yeah. get all your shit from PVM. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, that's fair. Um, my choice is botanist. Drink a potion, and it's a permanent divine. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Yeah, permanent divines without having to unlock tier in one. It was it was an Wrong easy one. choice in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, sure, that's good. Plus, like, you'd have all the the stat boosts. Yeah. So you... If you ever want to like plus five boost something, you can just plus five it, and now you have it plus five forever. Yeah. Does it go down if you reduce it anyway? Yes. Okay. So if you brew, you do have to actually, you know, restore and then bring your stats yeah. back up. This one, so. Part of the interesting thing about this one is that uh, TOA didn't exist yet, and Zaya was not available. So oh. overloads and salts were not a thing. Wait, what happens if you salt? If this is still a thing, you could take salts out of the raid. Oh my god, that'd be insane, dude. This one would be it. even better in the current meta. Oh my god. This one would be fucking crazy. 126 fucking combats just all the time forever um yes that's really good so we'll see what they do there if they keep these the same botanist is going to be my choice again easy so easy yeah not having to deal with secondaries was super nice it made herb lore training more you know easy uh making farming ticks occur all the time made it so that basically anytime i needed herbs i could just go get them because they'd just be there and yeah. farming resources were multiplied by two. I kind of looked so. over this one because I just fucking hate farming. So, yeah. <laughs> well, see, this makes it so that you can hate farming more because you just don't have to do it as much, and you can do it whenever you want. If you want to do it all the time, you can. If you yeah. don't, you don't have to. And That's this, fair. this also once again has a thing to do with you didn't have Zaya, because now you can plant the anima patch. Uh oh, that's the one that makes the shit grow faster. You right? can you can either make shit grow faster, make it so shit doesn't get diseased, or make it so that shit gives you more shit. That's pretty good. So you would probably plant the one that makes it so that you get more shit. Yeah. However, that one. one because farming ticks occur more frequently, they would like die faster as well. So yeah, just an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the only one they need to really change here is equilibrium. Yeah, equilibrium sucks. Yeah. Do the same thing, but also have it XP share. <laughs> I still wouldn't take it, but I feel like they need to do more to make it a compelling choice. Yeah. Because the problem with something like Equilibrium or um, Skilling Prodigy... It stops doing anything. Yeah, it expires. There yeah. is a point at which it is no longer useful. Yeah, have fun getting 200 mil all or something. Yeah, you like, know? It, it just... It, beca- it stops being relevant. That's why I always thought that Skilling Prodigy was a joke. That's why I always thought that this one was a joke because they just at one point stopped being relevant. So, yeah, it becomes a literal nothing relic. I feel like that that's something they should avoid when designing the new relics is they should make sure that every relic has some kind of relevance for the entirety of your playthrough. However, mm-hmm. there is an argument to be made that leagues is supposed to be a very broad appeal. So, maybe there should be some relics that like just kind of help you play the game faster because you know you're probably not going to play that much anyways whereas you know 
people like us are going to take the choices that are relevant for our entire, you know, 60 billion hour long sweaty game gameplay sessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, you got to appeal to everyone. But I feel like even noobs like, you know, sure. Listen, I'm just saying there were a lot of fucking skilling prodigy users out there. <laughs> I, I don't understand using that one. I, I'm curious. I don't know if they, I don't think they do. I feel like at one point they released the percentages of relic picks. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting data to see. That would be interesting. I hope they do that after Trailblazer Two, Electric Boogaloo. Um, yeah, because it's it's just it seems like I love looking at statistics like nowadays. that. So, yeah, it's always fun to look at the tier six ones. You know, going back into combat ones now. Yeah, we I already kind of talked this, about this, but yeah. I think this kind of just depends on what combat. Yeah, this style is you think. these the, these ones were very much um like, I think these ones were pretty balanced picks across the board with exploding attacks being the slightly lowest pick. Yeah, exploding attacks still seems pretty good. Yeah, That's, like it's still pretty good, but each of these requires you to like kind of think about the way you want to play the game and like build into them, you know, which yeah. kind of makes sense for them being like the last tier. Like if you're if you're doing what we're doing and you're like theory crafting all before you actually start playing the game, you're like, okay, I'm going to pick these regions and I'm going to use these. I, I want to get these items because they'll pair well with, you know, these relics. Like, for example, me, I want to do light bear, light bear ZCB with weapon specialist because that shit would be hilarious. That, yeah, that would be very funny. I'm trying to figure out exploding a 550 like damage, dude. Yeah, that'd, that'd be insane. <laughs> and by the time you're done specking, you you might have another spec. Imagine cause... I just delete Awaken Leviathan just immediately. How, how quick is uh CCB? Is it four tick? I five, believe no, it's five. They're tick. five tick, so it would be a a three tick weapon, which is still fast. Uh, okay, so three ticks times five, so that's nine seconds of attacking. Uh, okay, so you wouldn't have another spec ready, but but then I can just tick switch to Tebow. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And against most things in the game, that's going to absolutely fuck. Yeah, that, that that sounds really funny. I don't know. The idea, though, of, of using draining strikes and just, like, yeah, I fucking mean, I got nothing against everything. That. That, sounds, sounds, that sounds fucking awesome, too. Like, Yeah. Or, um, you know, if, if I do go Mauritania, the scythe sounds really fucking funny. You know, three hit, restore my health, let's go. Yeah, I don't know. Or... Or with the axe, you know, I'm healing up as I'm using it, so I don't even, like, waste any, uh... Yeah, you just fucking brain so. off with that shit, holy. <laughs> yeah. And it hits fucking huge, so... 10% of, you know, a big hit. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking healing, like, threes to five every time. Yeah, and three it's to six important to remember, um... If you picked melee relic, melee attacks have 25% increased accuracy... And players take fifteen percent less damage from non-lethal sources. So you just what kind does of non became sources mean it, things that wouldn't one-shot you. So I like, see. Okay. If you wouldn't like die, fail mechanics. Yeah. If you wouldn't immediately die from it, you take fifteen percent less damage. That's cool. Um, and hit points also regenerate at a rate of four per minute instead of one, which was like not a huge thing, but it was like an extra thing. Basically, melee also was like a tank um, role per se. Which was kind of interesting. Um, ranged extra thing was uh, ten percent more damage and one hundred percent increased accuracy, 
which That's pretty is good. interesting because, you know, yeah. And then obviously 90% of ammunition uh, is saved, which is nice. Um, mm. And then the magic one gave you additional magic accuracy and saved runes, and it was bad. It wasn't, it wasn't very good, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you get the benefit of the uh, faster spells, and I think it's a better option now that we have... Oh, yeah, um, with Shadow in the game, double cast yeah. is way better. Really, it's just Shadow it that makes it It is literally just Shadow. Shadow yeah. has single-handedly changed the game for the way magic works, probably to the detriment of the video game, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, Shadow, I think, has the the problem that old blowpipe had where it's just good kind of everywhere <laughs> and it's the same problem that the fang has yeah we don't learn anything <laughs> yeah I, I i i don't think i'll pick the double cast relic if it's available again um yeah. even though i will have access to the shadow I, I guarantee there will be you know a, a ranged melee or mage pick i i think yeah. that that's going to happen I think I'm going melee, just because like I think that sounds really fun. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Go melee tank and just like never die. Just brain off, just never die. Yeah, that sounds yeah. pretty fun. I and will. I, can... I mean, I and I think I think we're gonna have this conversation again. We'll probably have it on the podcast again when they release, you know, the new set of relics. Yeah, we will oh, probably yeah, yeah. re theory the craft once we actually know what the relics are. But even doing yeah. this with like you know the old ones is it's still fun. It's interesting. Yeah, because I never did this with the old leagues. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit of theory crafting with Shattered Relics, but all they also I really didn't, ended they up didn't doing... release all the information before Shattered Relics. Um, yeah. So there I wasn't think I got much like to 99 thieving in Shattered Relics or like really close to it, and then I quit. I maxed Smile. Yay. I had a shit ton of money from doing Artie Nights. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for this. I hope by the time I'm maxed, uh, come to my maxing party November seventeenth. Uh, Surely, Copen. that I'm not burnt out by then, but we'll see. I, I I hope I get to experience this. I really do. I will. I never miss leagues. But I think I think we'll wrap it up here. I don't really have too much else to add. Yeah, the only other thing we could really talk about is, you know, the ups and downs of certain regions, which we've like kind of talked about already. Yeah, we we, we discussed sprinkled that. about so yeah. You guys know my opinions. I I think it'll be really fun to do Mauritania, but I could see myself doing uh Fremenic as well. Uh for full yeah, and I think, full axe and uh access to the rings. I think like I said, um the choices might be somewhat influenced when we see the new relic list. Um yeah. and know I like think that's exactly be a the way thing for me. Yeah, exactly the way you can build your account this time around. Mm-hmm. But my 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 current plan is uh, Zaya Desert as Garnia build for funny ZCB spec. That will be very funny. Access to God Wars dungeon does sound like it would be fun, especially with like the ancient God Sword spec. I think could go hard. Imagine ancient God Sword specking five times, uh, <laughs> and having the the healing uh relic and. You know your your melee attacks are. Oh my are god! I just realized yellow Karis. adrenaline potions. <laughs> oh yeah, adrenaline potions in. Hold on! Uh, Wait DOA, a second! You're, you're gonna get ten 
CCV specs. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> that would go hard. fucking shit. Easy you can uh, turn 11. On, what's that relic that makes, or the what's the invocation that makes you use more spec energy? That would literally just be irrelevant. Yeah, maybe. It might override the relic, who knows? I kind of doubt it. Yeah. I guess we'll see, though. But yeah, that's something I didn't even fucking think about, so. That'd be funny. Yeah, we'll we'll see what they come out with. Um, I I'm looking forward to it, but I think uh, when when they release that, you guys can expect an episode where we just kind of do some more theory crafting because I, I had a lot of fun, and yeah. I think I think it'll be fun to theory craft once we actually know what's going on. Got any final words, Bird? Um, no, I think I've I've said my piece here. I think we're good. All right. Well, if you guys like the content, you know where to find us you can follow us over on twitter at guthix rest pod you can also go to our youtube where bird still hasn't uploaded anything new yes sir i mean checked i just assumed nope you're absolutely uh, right that is youtube.com slash at guthix rest uh you can also become one of our patrons where you can get access to the bonus episodes uh we are planning on doing an episode on D, probably coming out in like next week or two and Bird was discussing doing a solo bonus episode, so yes, that might be a thing. I don't, I don't know if I'll be editing that one still or not. I can probably just, will. Yeah, you have to edit it. Fuck you. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you'll get access to two monthly bonus episodes as well as our undying gratitude. Uh, but if you're not interested in the bonus episode, my gratitude episodes, is not undying. Do, if I die, it's gone. I'm sorry. I will become a lich. And give you my gratitude forever. Um, but if you want to support us uh, with a one-time donation, you can do so over at Kofi. That is ko-fi.com slash guthixrest. Uh, you can also join our Discord, where you can listen in on these live. There is no fee to do so. You don't have to be a patron. You can just join the Discord. And uh, every Wednesday at noon, noon o'clock Pacific Standard Time, we do these broadcasts and anyone is free to listen uh and if you want to leave comments you can do so you know while we're talking or you can join the discord and leave feedback or just hang out wow <laughs>